In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Biden a national security threat? That's not a question that would come up before me, uh, Congressman. You're the head of the in, National Security Division, so it seems sort of on the nose. It's not in my practice or experience to identify individuals not in my and, and to We've label that any individual, an American citizen or any individual as a national security threat. Well, you would certainly concede that if the adult offspring of the President of the United States or the Vice President were compromised, that would be a national security threat, right? We speak through our filings in court, uh, and we speak through our actions in, in, in open court. Um, so I would, okay, well, how, I would speak to this. Where's the in, laptop? In that position. Do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? Again, I'm not going to talk about any potential well, ongoing you know investigation as I sit here. Do you here. know where it is? I'm not going to talk about any ongoing you, you, investigation. You come here and you tell I us you follow here. the facts and the law, but you can't even follow a laptop that you guys have had for three years. We follow the facts and the law, and we speak in open court about our yeah, but you aren't speaking about this but you know who is speaking about it the whistleblowers from the fbi who've gone to, to senator grassley and said that you guys purposefully take any information that is that is derogatory about hunter biden and you go and rat hole it so that you never have to speak about it in any circumstance but the good news is you're not the only ones with that laptop so patrick ho was convicted of bribing government officials in africa and he gave a million bucks to hunter biden are you familiar with that? 
I'm not going to speak about any ongoing investigation. I is can, that an ongoing? I can assure is you that, that an ongoing investigation? I can. I'm not going to. Patrick I'm not going to speak about any potential ongoing. Like, don't investigation. you see that that degrades the country's like belief in you guys when you have whistleblowers saying that you're purposefully rat holing this information, and then you come here and say you won't talk about it? I mean, you know, inside Hunter Biden's multi-million-dollar deals with a Chinese energy company, Washington Post, Matt Vizier, Chinese elite paid $31 million to Hunter and the Bidens, Peter Schweitzer in the New York Post. Hunter Biden's business partner called Joe Biden the big guy in panic messages. Do you guys call Joe Biden the big guy at the Department of Justice? So I think it's important to understand why we don't speak about cases outside of the courtroom. But, but, by, we, the we way, do that. by the way, we, we do I already that. know I may, why. Sir, if I may you know, answer the you question. Know, you know why you don't speak about it? Because it's about Hunter Biden. You guys have no problem leaking about other stuff, right? Like you got no problem going out and tagging parents at school board meetings as a national security threat. But when all of the facts and all of the law are before you regarding the corruption of Hunter Biden, you don't want to speak to that at all. And it's precisely why you've got folks that are talking to Senator Grassley about it. Bo High Harvest. So 10 days after Vice President Biden takes Hunter Biden to China, 10 days after this long toiling venture of Hunter Biden that can't get off the ground, 10 days after they go, he automatically gets approved. So uh, for a deal in China with Bohai Harvest, like, have you guys looked into that? I'm not going to talk about any uh, ongoing investigation. Well, you know who else is talking? Tony Bobolinsky. Tony Bobolinsky told the world that Joe Biden was cut in on a CCP energy deal that was orchestrated by Hunter Biden. Like, have you guys talked to Tony Bobolinsky? Again, we don't talk about ongoing investigations uh, in settings such as this. So, so, so Joe Biden, uh, well, okay, we, 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 how about this? Will you commit to a classified briefing on these matters? I'd certainly be happy to talk to you or any member of the committee about uh, matters of national security. Okay, well, but is I don't this talk a matter about, of national I do not talk, We do not talk outside of courtrooms about ongoing investigations. Well, is there an ongoing investigation of the annual fund dinner that happened where Joe Biden was vice president of the United States and Hunter Biden holds his fund's annual dinner at the Chinese embassy? And but in order to do that, in order to get the Chinese embassy to roll out the red carpet for Hunter Biden and, and to raise money for his fund, he had to go to the embassy 30 minutes before and have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with the Chinese ambassador. Do you think it's possible that that meeting might have jeopardized national security? I'm not going to comment about any potential uh, or ongoing investigation. Well, here, here's the thing. It's pretty easy to see that Hunter Biden is compromised. I think every American knows that's a threat to national security. I think we're watching a crime spree in progress that Hunter Biden is orchestrating. And one has to wonder, like, what are the Chinese getting for the tens of millions of dollars that they're cutting the Biden family in on? What is the Chinese Communist Party getting as a result of cutting in 10% for the big guy? And it just, I just happened to notice that like you guys canceled the China initiative that President Trump put in place where you focus talent on those things. You know, Jim Biden said to uh, Tony Bobulinski that the reason they're able to get away with this corruption is plausible deniability. Plausible denial, deniability, folks, and that's exactly right. We talked about plausible deniability back when Tony Bobolinsky blew this story wide open. And, at the, and, it, and I am so glad that Representative Matt Gates is, is showing the world how these people who work for you will not answer questions to you, specifically to you in Florida. Matt Gates is your representative. Matt Gates is there trying to get answers from 
the Department of Justice and the authorities about Hunter Biden's laptop, whether it is or is not in, in an ongoing investigation. And he's trying to get answers for you. And these people look you dead in the eye and tell you, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Sorry. Can you imagine if your boss at your workplace said, hey, uh, we need to ans- have, uh, ask you some questions here. And uh, we need you to answer them truthfully or else you're going to be fired. And you go, sorry, not answering them. What happens? Boom. You get fired. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a pleasure, an honor, and a blessing to be here reporting for you every single day. Thank you very much to the LFA family, and thank you very much to the Real America's Voice audience out there. I love you all. We are all brothers and sisters fighting the same fight. Big shout out to Representative Matt Gates for getting him to admit that there is an investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop, but you are not entitled to that information. And the only reason that there is an investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop is so they can find any information that they can to try to hide or get or, or get rid of it or get ahead of it. And there's an investigation into finding out which one of you share around the videos that came out of Hunter Biden's laptop. It has nothing to do with putting Hunter Biden in prison or Joey Applesauce in prison. Don't worry. Those days are coming, and they will be bittersweet. And then we will move on to the next corrupt politician who also needs to be held for treason. Amen? I want to read some emails to you coming in from the Live from America family, good, bad, and ugly. I'm not talking about the people themselves. I'm talking about what they have to say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this here from David. David says, hello, this is David. I messaged you earlier today about my wife, Susan, having a tumor on the side of her jaw. Update, we are back from the doctor, and amen, praise God, it is not cancerous yet. But let's just praise God that it's not at all. And it's in the process to be removed in weeks to come. She is overjoyed with relief, and she cried, thank you, Jesus, God is good, thank you, and God bless David and Susan from the great state of Arizona. God bless you guys. Thank you very much for emailing in. And I'm so very happy and just ecstatic at the fact that you got good news. Yes, we reached out to our brother Patriot Donnie today. Donnie has the flu. Donnie's sick, but he's really tired of the way these politicians like uh, Joe Biden and the way these people like Hunter Biden are destroying our country. Sometimes you just need a break. He's got the flu, but I talked to him today and uh, well, let's just pray for him. Okay. All right. Here, another one from Renee Cook. Hi, Jeremy. I have a special request for the 5 p.m. show. It is my husband's Doug's uh, 59th birthday. Now, this was back on the 21st, so I'm sorry. I just am now getting and reading this. So it's a belated birthday to Doug Lowry. I guess better late than never. Never misses your show morning and night. We are huge fans, and it would blow his mind if you wished him a happy birthday today. Donnie, I mean, uh, excuse me, Doug, we were just talking about Donnie. Doug, I'm sorry that I'm late, but again, better late than never. Happy birthday, Doug. I'm so very uh, happy that uh, you're 59 years old and you're strong and you're healthy and you're moving forward and that your dedication to the show is, uh, is, is unmatched every day. So thank you very much. We appreciate you. One more here, folks. We've got another LFA baby in the house. Got another LFA baby in the house from Donna. 
Donna says, another LFA baby is on the way. My stepdaughter, Kara, is due in the beginning of October, and Craig and I will be Mimi and Poppy. Uh, so they're planning the, uh, the baby shower for the end of August. But ladies and gentlemen, another LFA baby on the way. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Also like to thank um, Janelle Mitten. Thank you for your monthly donation. Justin Sinkovich, thank you for your letter and your donation. And Terry Kasten, again, for your donation every month without fail. You guys are wonderful people, and you're funding the truth and getting it out there. July 28th, year of our Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, 2022. Joyfully receive the forgiveness I bought for you with my own blood. As you walk in the light with me, there is a continual cleansing work going on within you. This is purifying work of my blood, and it helps you stay close to me and to others who walk in my light. That's all of us, folks. That's all of us watching right now. And even those who have not uh, made that journey with Jesus yet, you're here for a reason. You're watching for a reason. Let that reason be the glory of God. First John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And from 1 John 1-7, through 7, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies all of us from sin. And before you turn out the light tonight, folks, once you have confessed your sins to me, receive my forgiveness without fear. 365 times in the Bible for each day of the year, it tells you not to fear. So take that, ladies and gentlemen, and put that to use every day. The devil is the prince of fear, but you have the king on your, uh, on your side. Let's go to the king now, ladies and gentlemen. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one, and let's all say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. It is great. And we even have people in the chat tonight who uh, made the transition from being uh, something else to being what they are now. Freddie Durf is in the Rumble chat. How you doing, Freddie? We love you and we're glad you're back. Listen, folks, we are going to take a quick commercial break. If you're watching on social media, I ask you to please share, share, share like our conservative movement depends on it. You are the false force multipliers. If you're watching on TV, then just stay tuned. We will be right back right after this. All right, folks, we got an awesome guest coming on tonight. Mr. Sean Farish himself, Captain Deplorable. You remember him. Uh, he's been on the show before. He is the best Trump impersonator there is out there. And I'm excited to have our friend Sean back on. Uh, hey, Jeremy, please give Cat Lady a shout out. Cat Lady, how you doing? Thank you very much for watching. Yes, we've got uh, Sean on tonight. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait. I want to jump over to get her real quick. We've got some great folks over there. Trump 45, Thomas Hammaker, Rosemary is watching. Miguel Ortiz, Bev1958, Kind Embroidery. Good to see you. We've got um, Kathy352, Linda Lou, 
And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Katie63. Thank you very much for joining in, you guys. I'll ask you to do the same thing. Repost and share. We can never do enough. We can never do enough. Let's come back from this. Let's get back to the show. And uh, we got a good show for you tonight. So I'm uh, so sit tight. We've got about 45 minutes, and it's going to be incredible. Okay? I promise you. And if it's not, then uh, you can blame it on Eli. How about that? You hear that, Eli? All right, here we go. And welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, guys. It is a pleasure, a pleasure to be here with you. I said pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Either way, you get what I'm saying. It is an honor to be here with you guys every night. Uh, For the TV viewers, we do have a very special guest coming on in the next segment. Captain Deplorable himself, Sean Farish of the Loud Majority in New York. So if you know who he is and you want people to watch uh, the back and forth between him and I, then please share the video and get it out there now. Please lift up your cups, folks, as we have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Before we get to the actual first and foremost section, I did get good news before we started the show tonight, and that is that our friend Michael Prather down in Pottsboro, Texas, who we had on the show last week talking about how the, uh, the Pottsboro Police Department was sent out there to take down his FJB flag off of his home, which is a clear violation of the First Amendment, folks. We've won. Michael won. Pottsboro as a whole, as a community, won. The state of Texas won. And the United States of America and the Constitution won. As the city attorney reached out to Michael Pottsboro and said, we're sorry, please put your flag back up and fly it proudly. We had no jurisdiction to do that. We had no authority to do that. Please don't sue us. Please, please don't sue us. We're so sorry. We're so sorry we crossed that constitutional line of trying to silence you and censor you and take you away from the very thing that God gave you, which is the First Amendment, and you have that right to your opinion, and they violated that. So we've got a big win coming out of Pottsboro, Texas. God wins again. You can't beat God. Throw on that armor of God and do the same. Big shout-out to Michael Prather. Thank you very much for letting us know that, sir. Now, first, it was people like Steve Bannon, Cortez, people on Real America's Voice News, myself, and then Fox News decided they would join the bandwagon, and then CNN decided they would join in on the news, and now CNBC, ladies and gentlemen, like dominoes, everybody with a half a brain, could have told you a long time ago, as a matter of fact, about two and a half, three months ago, that we were not coming up on a recession, that a recession was not at our doorstep, that we are already living in a recession. We are living with a recession like a roommate, living on your couch, won't leave for anything, and lives off your dime. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have been in a recession for clearly at least, at least 60 days, I would say 90 days or longer. And, it's, and like I said in the beginning, folks, it's better late than never. But CNBC actually jumped on the bandwagon as well. So let's go to that CNBC video clip right now, if we can, where uh, they jump on the bandwagon in hammering, hammering Joey Applesauce over the fact that, he, uh, um, I, I, that, he, that he's re- trying to redefine the word recession. And I know you're sick of hearing about it, but there's a reason why we're hammering at home. 
And let's just go ahead and play that clip now if we can. Uh, let's go to Chicago now, Rick, ahead of those numbers. You, you want to make a, yeah, we got, we got 20 seconds. You want to make a guess at what we're going to see? Well, I think it'll be up around six tenths, and I think the inventory numbers really saved the day yesterday. Uh, and I know that we, you know, often talk about what the real definition of recession. Obviously, it, it isn't back-to-back uh, negative GDP quarters. Oh, that's only in the eyes of the investors that are trading markets. That's all that counts, in my opinion. That's right, but buddy. Here we go. I see jobless claims at two hundred and fifty-six thousand. That's up five thousand. For oh my gosh, boy! Not only was I wrong. Down nine-tenths of one percent on first look at second quarter GDP. Down nine-tenths of one percent. Okay, I know there's an organization that decides whether we're in a recession or not, but investors, they're not going to wait. Two back-to-back negative quarters, it's not good. Call it whatever you want. Consumption, up one percent. That's a bit light. Sequentially, that follows 1.8. If you look at the price index, also not very good news. 8.7%, 8.7% on the price index, that will still comp back to 1981 because in 1981, our comp goes all the way up to 11%. And ladies and gentlemen, he's absolutely right. He is 100%. And one thing that he said there that I want to highlight real quick is he said 1981. Now, other than uh, Jimmy Carter destroying our economy when he was president leading up into 1981, what else was going on in 1981? Well, we actually had a real, uh, a real way of telling what our inflation level actually was, right? And if we go back to that standard, if we go back to that process, engaging what our inflation looks like and where we are uh, in this country with our economy, we're probably sitting more around, I would say, maybe even 18% now. And you've heard me talk about that before, but he references that for a reason. And he's 100% right. It doesn't matter if you call it a recession. It doesn't matter if I call it a recession. It doesn't matter if CSNBC, CNBC or Steve Bannon or Sebastian Gorka or anybody else calls it a recession. The people with the money, the people in this country that make the world go round and round and round. You know, those same people that the Democrats want to steal all their money because they say they're not paying enough, even though they're too stupid to realize that those are the people that make the country, uh, the gears of the country actually work, they think it's a recession. So it doesn't matter if I do. It doesn't matter if you do. The actual people that make this country work think it's a recession. And that's why it's bad news. Now, that is why we've been preaching to you to get right, get yourself ready. We will get through this. I want to tell you right now, this is not a fear monger moment where I'm just going to say, folks, the sky is falling. We will get through this. 100% we will get through this. We're going to get through it quicker than you actually think we're going to get through it. And we talked about that on the morning show. But the fact that we have to go through it is what makes me sick. We shouldn't have to go through this. Okay, we're the United States of America. And when Donald Trump was in office, we saw the best economy we've ever seen in our entire lives. But yet, that's not going to stop the idiots in the White House who stole the election and the dummies who work for him or whoever they're working for. Just stop lying to the American people. All of this is an absolute lie. Here we've got Joey Applesauce telling us that the $700 billion, $800 billion, really, Green New Deal that Joe Manchin is caving on isn't going to add a single penny to the deficit. Do these people think that we are absolutely stupid? Do they think that we're Democrats? 
Do they think that we're, we are them? I broke down for you this morning where every billion dollars was going to come from to fund this. Tax hikes. But it's not going to add anything to the deficit, he says. Check this out. What a moron. It's far from perfect. It's a compromise. But it is, it's often how progress is made, by compromises. And uh, the fact is that uh, my message to Congress is this. This is the strongest bill you can pass to lower inflation, cut the deficit, reduce health care costs, tackle the climate crisis, and, pr- pr- and promote energy security. Uh, pr- 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 all the time while reducing the burdens facing working class and middle class families. So pass Shut it. Shut up. Pass it for the One, American two. people. Pass it for America. I'll have more to say in this later. Pass it. Now I want Come to on, thank, man. Uh, pass it. Leader Schumer and, and Manchin, Joe Manchin, Senator Manchin, for the extraordinary effort that it took to reach this result. Thank you. And let me speak to one other. Oh, yeah, who cares? Anyway, he says this is the strongest bill you can pass to lower the inflation and cut the deficit. Hold that. The inflation that you caused. The inflation that you caused, and now you want to pass more money, almost a trillion dollars, and you're saying it's going to cut the inflation, it's going to cut the deficit. <laughs> what an absolute loser. And if you missed this morning's show, you're going to want to go to JeremyHarrell.com and check it out or go to my Rumble page and check it out because we absolutely lit up. Joe Manchin, every single one of his offices, we lit him up to death. Lit him up today, ladies and gentlemen, but he's not the only one out there lying about it. He's not the only one out there lying about it. You've got Mean Gene Kareen, his press secretary who makes Circleback Sackey look like a genius, I might add. He's got her out there, never fear, never fear. Telling the world, everything's fine. What are you talking about? Don't be stupid. Look how dumb I look. And I got this job. Everything's going to be fine. That's why we're, we're seeing what we're seeing is that we are in a transition. We had this. Oh, yeah. We're, well, sorry. We're in a what? Growth because of the, of the work that this president has done in the past 18 months. And now what we're seeing is a transition into stable oh, yeah, transition. and steady growth. But we get it. We get that people are still feeling a, a, a little bit more pain. Oh, we get it. We get it. We know exactly what you're going through. We know exactly what you're going through. But what you don't understand is this is not real. This is a transition into stability. Nothing that you're seeing here is real, folks. This is all a transition into stability. But see, as she sits there and tries to lie to you about what's really going on in that video, I think we have a video that explains actually what's going on behind closed doors let's let's check this one out here we go we're we're seeing what we're seeing is that we are in a transition we had this strong economic growth because of the of the work that this president has done in the past 18 months and now what we're seeing is a transition into stable and steady there that looks a little bit more like it doesn't that look a little bit more like it to you we're in a transition to stable and steady growth as the world burns behind her stop letting these people lie to you Start passing the truth to the people that you work with and know that watch mainstream media that we are in a recession and we're there because of Democrat policy. You keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. So you might as well switch it up. Democrat policy is what caused this world to crumble. Democrat policy is what caused caused this inflation, what caused gas prices. Not Republicans. We'll be right back with Sean Fresh after this. These people, I mean, the utter lies that these people tell is just absolutely ridiculous. 
absolutely ridiculous, and we're going to call them out every day. Like I said, you go watch this morning show, and I broke down for you the billions and where they're going to get it from. We know exactly where they're going to get it from. It's in the bill. But yet you want to get on, st- get on camera and be like, sure, national under pressure. All right, I guess everything's good. And you got mean Gene Kareen looking like the definition of dumb. You know what I mean? Anyway, hey, uh, I want to make sure that we've got uh, Sean. Sean, can you see and hear me okay, my friend? Yes, I can. You hear me all good? I, I, I do hear you. Um, I want to see if I can see you. Do you have, uh, can you center yourself a little bit more or is that going to be, is this where you're at? How's that? That's I mean, perfect. On a boom. That's good. That's actually perfect. Let me uh, let me get you set up here. How you doing, man? Good to have you back on, by the way. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Thanks for having me back. Dude, it's an honor to have you back. And you know, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but you know, uh, at some point, you're going to have to break it out. You have to every time you go on shows, so you know you're going to have to. I got the prop anyway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> ready to go, man. All right, cool. We're going to come back from this commercial break right now. And by the way, this will be on Real America's Voice News tonight, too. Uh, but you're live for the social media audience, as, as always. So we're going to come back from this, uh, this break, and we're going to get right into it, all right? Sounds good. All right, brother. Here we go. All right, folks, back here on Live from America. Thank you very much to the Real America's Voice crew and the RAV audience. But I got to tell you, there's no audience like an LFA audience, maybe a loud majority audience. I don't know. Either way, we're all fighting for the same thing. And uh, that is why I asked uh, Captain Deplorable Sean Farish from the great state of New York. You guys know him. Uh, Some of you might know him as the greatest Trump impersonator that ever lived. Some of you guys might know him for all of his work that he's doing on the streets, in the field, on the battleground in New York. Some of you might know him uh, as the loud majority. Either way, he's got a lot to say, and we're going to let him say it right now. Please welcome Sean Farish back to Live from America. Sean, how you doing, my friend? Hey, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on. Uh, blessed by the intro, man. That was a great intro. Probably the best anyone's ever spoken about me. You know, I'm used to hearing about being a member of a of an extremist organization. Oh, boy. You know, and they're trying to tarnish <laughs> all the people that we work so hard to elect, including uh, soon-to-be Governor Lee Zeldin, who has on numerous occasions stuck his neck out for us with the loud majority. Um, and we thank him for that. And to all the freedom-loving, liberty-loving, red-blooded Americans out there, uh, it's a pleasure to be back on your show. So, the, and, and, and thank you again. I appreciate that as well. Um, you've, you've actually uh, done a lot since uh, you broke onto the scenes with your impersonation of Trump. You decided, hey, I got a lot more than just that. And you've done this loud majority. Now you got this loud majority podcast. You got all these great patriots coming on, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But just uh, kind of bring the audience up to speed on what you've been doing uh, since uh, people just say hey, this guy can impersonate Trump, you've been doing a lot more than that. You wanted to just kind of tell people what's been going on in your neighborhood and what you've been doing. Yeah, sure. That's great. I mean, we've been doing I, I started the loud majority uh, back. We started in um, September of 2020. So it was actually before I had, uh, so to speak, went viral with the Trump uh, stuff. I was we were all just tired. Long Island became tired. New York became tired of lockdowns and Andrew Cuomo and, you know, seeing uh, Black Lives Matter protesters burning down whole cities and us being told we can't protest lockdowns and, and want to reopen the country and freaking go to work. Right. You know, um, and so we started the loud majority in uh, in September of 2020. And we had unbelievably uh, just massive Trump rallies across Long Island. We took caravans and dragged our, our freeways and highways. And uh, we got all the way to the end of Long Island out in Montauk and had a plane fly over the lighthouse. It was great. 10,000, 15,000 cars getting involved. 
uh, and then the election passes, and we didn't want to let that go. There was a lot of passion. There was a lot of energy, and we didn't want that to just be something that was a flash in the pan for Donald Trump, and that's it. We all love Donald Trump. We all love to win. Well, we all want to make America great again, but we want to do more. We want to take back our state because we know that if we take back New York, the Democrats can't win nationally right. ever, right. and we right. know that now. We have got the best chance that we have ever had last 20 years to elect a Republican governor. Virginia did it. New Jersey almost did it. And New York is going to do it in 2022. We know that uh, that there are people who are just ready to go. They're tired of the status quo. They're tired of living under the thumb of a tyrannical governor. Her name is Kathy Hochul. I call her Cuomo in address. Yep. Uh, you know, we we are tired of living under the rule of someone who unilaterally extends her emergency powers, subverting and avoiding the state legislature that took those same powers away from the same office that she sits in. They took those powers away from Andrew Cuomo. Now they're scared into silence. That's why we say no more silent majority. It's time for the loud majority to take hold. We know that common sense, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are all things that the majority of Americans in this country can rally behind. That's our purpose. That's our goal. We're going to take back New York, and it's one step closer to taking back the United States of America. Amen. You couldn't have said it better. And I get, you know what I call her? I call her the unelected wicked witch. You know, she's unelected. Yeah. You're an unelected governor. How do you stand up there with your head held high? How do you stand up there knowing that you were unelected? Nobody likes you. Actually, more, fewer people like you than liked Andrew Cuomo. At least he had a name in the state. At least he had a dad who was just as bad as him, but at least he had a name. You know what I mean? At least, you know, who, who is this lady? And then you come in because this guy's screwing around with girls and, and, and sexual harassing everybody. And he's a disgraced loser who should be in prison for what he did with the elderly during the COVID times. And then you got this unelected witch that comes in and she's trying to put COVID camps everywhere, take your guns, just executive order like crazy. And you got a legislation who's scared of her. Why? Who is this woman? Why is she here? How is she put into power just out of nowhere? And what is her business? Well, she's she's uh, she's queen of the wokeism, you know, and that's the thing. She can rally up the woke mob because she can virtue signal. She wears a little necklace. It says vaxxed. She's a woman. She works closely with senators who have compared my organization to Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, okay? I, we I have saw, no criminal background, <laughs> no criminal activities. We've got several elected officials who have gone on record and have said, no, these guys are peaceful. They're liberty lovers. She, this woman, Anna Kaplan, she's a senator, state senator here from Long Island, from the North Shore in Nassau County, compared the loud majority to Timothy McVeigh as if we've killed children, as if we've committed acts of actual domestic terrorism. And this woman, Kathy Hochul, applauds her, you know. She applauds her. Oh, what great work Anna Kaplan is doing. What great work, you know, to, to police hate speech. And now they're going to use social media profiles to yeah. determine whether or not you have the right to own a firearm. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> but the Second Amendment, if we want to go back and say, the Second Amendment is only about muskets, well, then show me where in the Second Amendment, you know, where it says, shall not be infringed. Show me where it says, shall not be infringed, unless you say, Say something that we don't like on Twitter. It ain't there and it doesn't work both ways. Right. So I'm, I'm sick and tired of Kathy Hochul. The whole state is she's getting ready, actually, believe it or not. I'm going to talk about it now. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow morning on our podcast, 8 a.m. on Rumble. Loud Majority US is our Rumble channel. We love it. The cool kids table, we call it there because everywhere else sucks. <laughs> well, I'm, we com- love I'm coming to the cool kids table from now on then. Oh, hell yeah. Cool Kids Table on Rumble. And I see you have a huge audience watching there. We love Rumble. But we, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Kathy Hochul, if she's reelected, is planning on announcing in Thanksgiving break mandatory vaccines and masks for kids in schools again. It's oh, yeah. coming if she wins. I know. That's what's going to happen. I know. So we've got to make sure she doesn't win. Well, you know what, Sean? The one thing, so I'm running for state rep here in New Hampshire. And, and the reason why I say that is because uh, 
the Republicans never win where I'm at. They just don't, right? But I can tell you what, now is the better, now is the goodest time as any to actually win. And same thing going on in New York. Why? Because where people feel it is in their wallet and in their bank accounts. That's how they know that things are screwed up. They don't have to go to CNN to tell them that. They don't have to be brainwashed to know that. They feel it in their wallets. They feel it in their bank accounts. And they're going to want to change up. You keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. And New York does not want to keep getting what they've been getting. Let's go to Lee Zeldin for a minute. The guy was, uh, you know, another assassination attempt where the guy was going to stick some knife in his neck, some little two-pronged knife thing in his neck, and uh, Lee holds him da- holds it away until until everybody can uh, kind of break it up. And then Lee goes on and does his uh, does the rest of his, his speech. I can't imagine that others would have finished their speech after that. I think they would have canceled it. Uh, talk to us a little bit about Lee Zeldin and what New Yorkers feel about him. Well, first of all, Lee Zeldin is a good friend of mine, and I speak to him regularly, and he's a great guy, and we checked in on him after that incident. And the one thing I want to point out about what happened with that Zeldin incident, first of all, Kathy Hochul, just hours before that happened, put out his entire campaign schedule as if to say, hey, you out there? Don't show up. Cause a little trouble. You know, remember, inciting. These are things they tell us about the picnic that got out of control January 6th. That's what I call it, February 30th, right? So we have, you know, this is Kathy Hochul. She puts that up, and she comes out there and says, you know, here's where he's going to be. Second of all, if you watch what happens, first of all, Lee Zeldin is a, uh, is a black belt in Taekwondo. You're not getting anything past him. But his lieutenant governor, his running mate, Allison Esposito is a former NYPD officer. She tackled that guy Saw that, and yeah. took care of business. And this is a woman, by the way, I've met her. You don't want to mess with her either. She says it best. This is why New York is going to go red this year. It's because they're not just ready for a red wave. We're not just ready for Republicans to take over and, 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 and uh, govern New York. It's a common sense wave. And the Republican Party is becoming the party of common sense. Yes, there's a difference between men and women. No, there are not 36 different genders. Yes, we do need a, a, a safer area, safer neighborhood, safer streets. There are people in New York City that are renting a closet for $5,000 a month to live in. Why? To walk out of your apartment and get attacked by a hammer in Times Square? No, of course that's not what people want. So the state is getting ready to just... There's that windshield wiper effect, right? You know, it was Rudy Giuliani. He made New York City great again. Now we had, you know, Bloomberg, who kind of status quo, and de Blasio, who ran it into the ground. Now we have Lee Zeldin getting ready to run. He's pro-Second Amendment, endorsed by the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association president. The guy's a lifetime member of NRA. He's pro-life. His two children were born in the second trimester. Twin girls, beautiful, beautiful girls, highly successful in their high school out in William Floyd. This guy's out there. He's Long Island's favorite son. He's somebody uh, who who has, who has been flipping and taking seats away from Democrats ever since he got into politics here in New York. He's ready to do it again in Albany. Kathy Hochul is terrified. That's why she's inciting her thugs to go create problems at their rallies. And, you know, we're just overall, we're just really, really excited about it. And one of the things, you know, that that I wanted to you know specifically say is, you know, watch what happens later. You mentioned the cost of living. You mentioned people getting hit in the wallet. Inflation is hurting people. But I'll tell you something else. We have so much opportunity in upstate New York. And I speak to upstate because everyone upstate always likes to, you know, they they get upset when Long Island talks. They get upset when the city talks. They feel disconnected, but not with Lee Zeldin, because Lee Zeldin wants to reverse the ban on the safe extraction of natural gas in upstate New York. The Mm. southern tier of New York, the Marcellus and Utica Shales, Mm. have so much to offer in terms of natural gas. And you heard all the rumors. It's going to there's going to be fires coming out of your sink. It's going to poison the drinking water. Really? 
because in Pennsylvania, just over the border, they frack like crazy and extract natural gas from their ground and their people are fine. And that's why when Doug Mastriano wins down there, you're going to see an energy boom in Pennsylvania as well. But when you see it happen in New York, when you see in October people not having enough money to heat their homes, people not having enough money to stay warm in the United States of America when we can do it in our backyard. People are going to freeze to death in October when it starts to get warm in, in upstate New York. And I hope I'm wrong, but it's something that could happen. And it'll be more blood on Kathy Hochul's hands, more blood like the blood that she has of the elderly that she sat back and complied while Andrew Cuomo in the face of the science, the one thing in the COVID pandemic that never changed, the elderly were vulnerable to this virus. And we knew it from the beginning. We know it now. They took sick patients. They stuck them in nursing homes. The elderly population in this state was decimated under the under the guise, under the watch of Andrew Cuomo and Kathy Hochul. Now she gets sworn in because Hansy Andy was a little too touchy feely with the interns. She picks a a lieutenant governor, Brian Benjamin, and now he's in jail. So now she gets another pick at a lieutenant governor. The corruption has got to stop and it's going to stop November 8th. 2022, Lee Zeldin is going to shock the world. The loud majority in New York is going to shock the world, and we're going to take back our state. Woo! Uh, yeah, I, there's nothing else. Hey, we're done, folks. Drop the mic. We're out of here. Peace. Uh, no, <laughs> seriously. Hey, why don't you? I know everybody wants to hear it, so you got to do your thing. Why don't you tell us who's coming up on your show? How do we get to your show? And uh, let us know, President Trump, what's happening with the loud majority. Well, the loud majority is absolutely incredible. And you see the uh, big, beautiful mask we have on this beautiful face. But what's happening is the Captain Deplorable 45 podcast. It drops tomorrow at 6 p.m. And we're going to have world-renowned author Cash Patel. He's going to be on the program. And sooner or later, hopefully we have the highly respected Jeremy Harrell on the program. You know, we'd love to have you on the podcast and we'll talk about it later. But CaptainDeplorable45.com, you could do all sorts of tremendous things on the website. I could record your ringtone. I could record your voicemail. We could say happy birthday, or we could even leave a hilarious message for your liberal brother-in-law who hates the president and drive up absolutely crazy. So check it out. <laughs> CaptainDeplorable45.com. And folks, LoudMajorityUS.com, LoudMajorityUS on Rumble. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. On Rumble, rumble.com slash loudmajorityus. Our podcast is called We Will Not Comply. You can find it anywhere you get your podcast. Woo! And I'll be watching. Hey, we'll talk offline, brother. I love you. Thank you very much. Keep fighting the good fight, and we'll talk soon, okay? Thanks, Jeremy. All right. God bless, brother. See you later. Bye. There it is, folks. Uh, for the second time here on Live from America, Mr. Sean Farish, absolutely killing it. And like I said, if you can't have a sense of humor in this day and age, well then, I don't know, maybe you're just, <laughs> maybe life is just going to be that bad. Anyway, let's take our next commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Loud Majority, baby. Loud Majority U.S. LoudMajorityUS.com, JeremyHarrell.com, AmericasVoice.News. That's where you get it all. We'll be right back right after this. Just absolutely amazing. I I just want to laugh so hard when he does that. It's just, it sounds just like him. I'm telling you, if, if, if Sean called me and was like, this is, you know, and he, and he did the whole thing. Yes, this is President Trump. I'd be like, oh, 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 everybody shut up. President Trump's on the phone. I would think that it's him. Um, yes, he is killing it. And, and by the way, like I said, he's doing so much for the state of New York. It's not just, you know, I want people to really follow Sean on his Rumble page. Uh, I'll follow him on Instagram. I don't know where else he is. Maybe on Facebook. But uh, just look up Captain Deplorable. 
And yeah, maybe we'll have Captain Deplorable on LFA TV. Maybe we just will. That's a good idea. Another guy just like me who's not afraid to say what needs to be said, right? Anyway, folks, we're going to come back uh, and get back right into it because uh, oh, we got a lot to go through in a very little bit of time. A lot to go through in a very little bit of time. So let's do that right now. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Uh, what an honor it was to have the loud majority us.com loud majority out of long island new york sean farish captain deplorable himself out there doing his thing saving new york and like he said if new york goes red the rest of the country goes red so what a great great thing he's doing there i love the guy and i uh, I, I wish him nothing but the best and i'd be honored to be on his podcast as well folks before we get into it i gotta tell you about mike lindell's new Landing pages, not my pillow anymore. I mean, it's still my pillow. Don't get me wrong. But we've got an addition to my pillow. You know, Mike Lindell's had mystore.com. Well, we now have landing pages there, folks. So you can help out the show even more. Getting more things from the Mike Lindell, uh, uh, just the Mike Lindell empire, I guess. Trying to take over Amazon, trying to take over the betting world, trying to take over the slipper world. Anyway. Not only MyPillow.com slash LFA, but also MyStore.com slash LFA brings you right to the landing page. Check it out. And if you guys do order anything through the great Mike Lindell, then get, uh, put in our promo code and uh, help us out here on the show, okay? All right, moving right along. Last week, I, uh, I talked about D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and how she is very upset that Governor Abbott... And Governor Doug Ducey out in Arizona, as much as I can't stand that guy, are sending illegal aliens to Washington, D.C. She cried all about it last week. She said these people are overrunning our systems. They're overrunning our city. What are we going to do? Said and cried D.C. Muriel Bowser, uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser. And then right on the heels of D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser crying about the illegal alien uh, influx in her city, well, then you had Mayor Moron himself, Eric Adams of, the, uh, of New York City. He jumped on the bandwagon. We can't do this. We, we need help. We can't take all these illegal aliens. Yeah, we've been trying to tell you that, numb nuts. But anyway, getting back to Muriel Bowser, she's actually gone to the lengths, ladies and gentlemen, of now calling on um, National Guard troops to be deployed in Washington, D.C. to help with the influx of illegals overrunning her city. Wow, karma, huh? Well, we we need space, uh, and we we need the federal government to be oh. asked um, for the deployment of the guard. As long as we need the guard to deal with the humanitarian crisis, that we expect to escalate. The number of people crossing the border seeking asylum, we expect to only go up. Uh, and we need to make sure that there is a national response, not an ad hoc city by city, state by state response. We know that the federal government does this because we see this type of response uh, with Afghan refugees, uh, and now we see it with people who are coming to the United States from Ukraine. So there is a robust federal response that helps people with transportation uh, onto their final destinations and in even getting them a, a legal route uh, to uh, work uh, into a work permit. 
and we need a parallel system um, for the... Oh, girl, we got a parallel system. Shut your mouth. Nobody wants to hear you anymore. We've got a parallel system. It's called the conservative parallel system. We've got a parallel social media. We've got parallel regular media. We have parallel shopping places. We have, we have parallel credit card processing centers. We've already built our parallel universe. And by the way, let me break down some of the lies that that loser told while she was up there begging for National Guard help. First of all, she said, with the influx of Ukraine... Uh, refugees. Those aren't Ukraine refugees coming in those migrant caravans, numb nuts. Do those look like Ukraine refugees to you? How many Ukraine refugees have you said have you seen on Ben Berkwam's videos when he says, Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? They don't they don't they and every one of them tell you everywhere but Ukraine. As a matter of fact, have you seen anybody? On those videos where Ben Berkwam is asking them where they're from, say they're from Ukraine. Uh, This loser is trying to tell you that because of Putin, there's an influx of Afghan refugees. And because of the Taliban, there's an influx of Afghani refugees that are flooding the southern border and they're just coming all through our cities and we just can't take it. We need your help. We need the National Guard. No. What's happening is people from Somalia, people from Ethiopia, people from uh, Venezuela, people from China, people from Russia, people from all over the world with all sorts of colorful backgrounds are coming here because the Biden administration opened up the borders worldwide and said, come on in and is now going to give millions and millions of people voting IDs, work permits, driver's license, and a pathway to ultimate and permanent citizenship. And she did say one thing correctly. They're going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming. Well, you basically just admitted that your loser, unelected, illegitimate, diaper-ridden, Alzheimer, cancer, COVID-ridden, apparently, boss is at fault for why they keep, they're going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming. Yeah. And you know what? As long as these loser governors don't declare an invasion of the Southern, of their border, then not only are they going to keep coming, but they're going to keep shipping them right to you because they think that's better than shipping them back. I don't know. But if you're not going to ship them back, at least ship that, keep shipping them to DC. Why not? Sorry for the people who live in DC that are watching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah, she's calling for the National Guard now. We need National Guard help. Meanwhile, check this out. Dozens and dozens of illegal immigrants, aliens, not immigrants, aliens, have been found hiding in smuggler stash homes in Washington, D.C., Now, a friend of mine actually living in D.C. first talked about this, so I started looking into it. And then I see just the news, John Solomon put out a uh, a story about this, so I'm going to go there and read it. Over 70 migrants found in a high-income area, according to ICE documents, Federal Immigration and Customs Enforcement officers reported, uh, dis- reportedly discovered dozens of illegal immigrants in smugglers' houses. That means human traffickers, folks. Human trafficking, stash houses. In an affluent sector of Washington, D.C., according to media review of the internal internal documents, agents with ICE found 73 migrants, illegal aliens, living in a house operated by human smugglers in the northwest area of Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. And if this is happening just in the northwest area of Washington, D.C., how many stash houses do you think are, are, are planted throughout the United States? 
Ben Berkwam showed you plenty of them that were owned by the cartel. He showed them to you on camera. The discovery reportedly consisted of 60 adults and 13 children. The, uh, the aliens were found as part of an operation that targeted six residential homes believed to be operated by human smugglers. The small amount of cocaine, a small amount of cocaine and nearly $100,000 were also discovered according to these documents. The northwest quadrant of Washington is notably affluent um, which is noted by the report, with median household prices running around $750,000. Where I come from, that's a mansion. Long story short, folks, human trafficking and sex trafficking is one of the biggest problems in this country, and we need to stop it, and we need to stop it right now. And we need to stop it right now. And it's all Democrat policy. Remember that, folks, all Democrat policy. If you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. One more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News Live from America. Share the video. We will be right back. We've got an action item for you, okay? After this. Oh, I need a drink of coffee. What a show. What an absolute awesome show. At this point, don't ship them back home alive, said Scotty. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, I guess. Uh, well, a lot of them are, just, a lot of these people, those people were trafficked, though. Those people are not here because they're just trying to get, those people were trafficked. So that's a different story, Scotty. But I get what you're saying. Send the invaders to the D.C. White House lawn. Amen. Send the illegals to AOC's apartment in D.C. She cries for them. No demand, no supply. Thank you guys very much. All right, let's get back to the show and let's finish out strong, okay? Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. Thank you very much for being here with me tonight. And thank you to Sean Farish for being here. Thank you to the Live from America family. All you guys who share videos, get them out there. If you did not see this morning's show, you need to watch it, all right? Now, I know the morning show does not air on RAV, and I apologize that I'm telling people at the RAV audience to go watch it. But on your own time, go watch it. It's going to pump you up. It's going to inspire you. And it's going to want to make, it's going to make you want to be part of the loud majority. We called out Joe Manchin, three different offices, and told him exactly what we thought. We've been calling, um, what's his name, Robin Voss up in Wisconsin, and letting him know what we think, calling them cowards for not answering the phone as elected officials. And another thing that we did, ladies and gentlemen, today, and I want you all to do this. This is why I'm, I'm rehashing the story tonight. And that is, you need to call the R House Bar, rhousewinwood.com in Miami. This tranny bar right here. Now, hey, if they want to be a tranny bar, that's fine with me. They want to do this, that's fine. To each his own, this is America, right? Capitalism. But the reason why I'm going to have you call this bar and let them know, give them a piece of your mind, and maybe, just maybe... Maybe light them up, folks, is because they are having drag queen hour with children. They have a brunch hour with young children. Bring your children to the drag bar for, for drag brunch, okay? Ron DeSantis has filed a lawsuit, and these guys have, I think it was 30 days to respond to this lawsuit, or else they will lose their liquor license and they will be drove, driven right out of business. This drag bar right here, our house Winwood, W-Y-N, 
W-O-O-D.com. Call them. Their number is right on the page. Call them and let, you, let them know what you think about them being pedophiles. Because there's no room for pedophilia in Florida. And there's no room for pedophilia in the United States of America. And when I asked the girl that answered the phone, who was very nice, I will say, uh, what do you think about this? She said, no comment. I said, so you have no comment about working in a bar that actually promotes pedophilia? She said, no comment. Of course, there was no manager for me there to talk to, but we still did our due diligence and we will continue with this because there is no room for pedophilia in America. If you agree, share the video and call them as well and let them have a piece of your mind. No pedophilia in Florida. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. I am so very honored to have you here every single day. God bless you all. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Anybody who orders anything on my store from now until uh, Saturday at midnight, JeremyHarrell.com gets a free autographed Armor of God single physical CD as a gift. So remember that, folks. And also, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning and again in the evening. Have a great night. Peace.